I think when, when it comes to these codes, it's either the universe is constructed of all these underlying numbers or relationship of numbers that, that, that we're just waking up to or we were able to see now that in the past used to be random or we, or we thought as random or there is something to it and there is a you, you know they call it the illuminati or these the mm. the the, 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 the pe certain people who have this knowledge or access to this knowledge that has been hidden that are able to use it in order to control the world in a sense i'm not mm -hmm. saying it, it, this is it, it, these are possibilities that that could be i i mean i think uh you know a lot of this the things in gematria go into like kabbalah and i know a lot of people who have who say oh kabbalah is like demonic and satanic oh god yeah they see they that it has all these things i think of kabbalah as a as a as magic mm -hmm. as this information as this knowledge that if you have, you can do all these crazy things that seem like magic. After all, Jesus walked on water. Mm -hmm. Jesus was a Kabbalist. Mm -hmm. What does that mean again? You say like Jesus Kabbalist. Like Kabbalist is uh is like a. Yeah, I'll read you the definition. I don't want to. Because that 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 word is thrown around big time. I mean, but it's not in a good way. You know, you hear these people talk about the cabal and it's, right. But yeah, again, those are like kind of been like played with. But it's exactly true origin. They've been appropriated. Yeah, is a follower of ancient Jewish mystical tradition. It's a right. mystical tradition. Knowledge. It's information. It's a study of something that allows you to be able to control like magic it's it's literally i think it's it's magic mm -hmm. right now if you have access to magic you can depending on your level of consciousness right you can either use it for good or you could use it for bad you can use it for bad in order to control Mm -hmm. in order to take everything for yourself or you can use it to benefit humanity so it, it's it's all it, it all comes down to how you use that knowledge we have knowledge of physics and chemistry and we could either use it to build nukes or we could use it to power every house in the world for free for the rest of time Right. Oh wow! I love the way this sounds. It's so it's it's a it's it's a set of knowledge, and in and in Judaism, you are not allowed to study Kabbalah until you're forty years old, mm -hmm. and until you've gone through studying the Torah and had all mm -hmm. this. You have to study for four years to understand all these things to be able to be in a place to possess this power or mm -hmm. information because if, if in the wrong hands you can do a lot of damage so not uh, so they say kabbalah is, is hidden i think it's for good reason because you can't just mm -hmm. 
not ever, you can't just let anybody access this information. This sounds so a lot. So part of the conspiracy is, I guess my conspiracy is, is, is there a small group of people on this planet or in the world at the top of all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. That have access to this information that, that are using it in order to control mm. and using it mm -hmm. for the benefit of their the self or their own ego mm -hmm. or power rather than using it the other way to benefit the all. That's what is what this seems to be what Hubbard is implying in this book is that um, that the power brokers have this knowledge and they understand how it works. Or they have, or maybe they have pieces of it, not the whole thing. They don't have the whole thing, but they're part of the puzzle. Right, and and also they're using it. They still, I mean, that still little thing is something, right? Mm -hmm. That they're using, and that's just sort of puts us in a place where we are because some people have a knowledge that they're using it specifically for themselves where if they were they were high conscious enough if they they were uh used it that power in a different way to be able to benefit all that maybe we wouldn't be in a place where we are today oh but i it's like a that. crazy mm -hmm. out there thought no man i love dude i love that that's awesome that's, that's my sort of saying what if mm -hmm. right? i don't know if it's true i based on what I, like what if it is well it could be a possibility well if that's the case um and i think that's kind of what you're getting at earlier i'm i'm not one of those type of atheists that's just so defensive because i know a lot of them out there they're just so I don't even want to say radical. They're just so like defensive about their atheism. And I'm saying, I'm not like that at all. I'm just like, I'm kind of like let live and, and, you know, let people do their thing. Um, but some people are just so defensive about it. I'm saying, I said, that seems like that, that's almost psychotic in, in a way. If you're that defensive about your atheism, it's like, why are you making it a thing like that? To me, you're almost like these religious people that you're condemning or right. you're I mean, what is what does it mean to be an atheist if you don't if the, does that when we say okay god doesn't exist does that mean there is that everything we are everything we're experiencing everything that's the whole universe is just random are we just some random blob of just that's, molecules and atoms that's the thing yeah. that just happened to mm -hmm. To be there yet it, it works together like this at a giant fucking scale that that it's just all holding together randomly like it, it just um that, that, but see, my, my point is there is there is an order there is an order that has mm -hmm. to be a system or an order mm -hmm. to the universe to the way things are whether it's nature or in, in nature, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't say nature is random because it's not. We, mm -hmm. We've already known it's all, there is, we've seen, there is like mathematics behind it. There, mm -hmm. is, there is 
there is a there is a system there is a logic there is a thing now the question is was there a creator of this system correct so so i like right? the way you, i like the way you put that so most atheists that i know believe that there is like there's there's obviously order of some kind but they wouldn't agree with the creationism part of, of their uh, being a god of that order because if that's the case most atheists are agnostic by default because most atheists are not going to say i deny god or i can prove his existence so i can't prove his existence so I, but i can't disprove it either so that falls into the category more of agnosticism and so i think by default most atheists are agnostic because we don't know as much as anyone else we we're just as clueless as as any theist is when it comes to establishing that this person is real or not real or that this creation is not real or is real so um i i think a lot of that has been used like you were going to your point earlier that has been used to pit people against each other like theist against atheist the quote-unquote theist and atheist which to me is a very simple just point of view it's a different point of view that's all it is it doesn't have to be this oh you're on this side of the battle and i'm on this side it's just simply a different point of view and that's the way i see it anyway okay let's 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 take a look at a different perspective on on god and like creation okay what do you believe humans or we how like where did humans come from were we are we like a product of genetic manipulation where we jump or or just we just naturally jump from let's say let's say being from monkeys to being human no 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 that's impossible which it's, one scientifically that's impossible like i which, mean it, what which one that being genetically manipulated and being created into humans or going from monkeys and you know developing into humans no i can see that natural progression but what i'm saying is just um even before that just um it would make sense that we're all think about us now the human body what do we what do we consist of germs right we're, humans are literally multi-celled bacteria like that's what we are like they are composed into you know different skin cells and different organs and stuff like that over time but i believe that we come from the smaller organisms at some point that developed into more sophisticated organisms that eventually became something else so does that mean that all everything that we are that we were is conscious does that make everything just be conscious that's a good question. That's a, that's a, that, that's You're a, a conscious being. I'm a conscious. Is, is a grass conscious? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. hundred so, okay. percent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I agree that nature is connected. Yeah. No doubt. How can we be separated from nature? Okay. So that, that if it's conscious and, and it's working and now is it, then how, where, how is it conscious? Is it thinking and it's just, working towards something more does it that can, make any sense it, it doesn't have to be the same type of consciousness for it to be consciousness 
Okay, so you said, I you don't said think... we came, we were like, I don't know, fish in the water that just came out and over billions of years turned into a human? I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm using sort of that rationale, but more so, I mean, we're primates. That's what we are. So we came from monkeys. Eventually over time, yeah. So where are the I mean, we're, between, we're, so we're related. Are they, we're related to yeah. We're related. Right, but, no one can so, deny that. Where, so if if we are, then where where is the in between human and monkeys? That's a, that's they don't exist. You say it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Have you seen a half monkey, half human? No. Okay. So where is the evolution? There should be. You should be able to look back, and in between a monkey and a human, there should be. Mm -hmm. half monkey half half conscious human mm -hmm. and a monkey right but 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 monkeys have consciousness do they not they do but they don't speak like us they don't they don't but they speak not able to, but they speak but they don't they, right but w there is a clear difference between a human and a monkey mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if we came from monkeys we should be able to see that change Mm -hmm. all the way from us there should be like 50 different versions of other animals that's in between mm -hmm. a human and a monkey right not just those simply those two there is no monkey than human mm -hmm. so are we all monkeys no what if what if we were monkeys that were genetically manipulated and mutated to become human and how would that, that there be, was an intervention? How would that be possible? You saying that that's where that's where God would come in? Is that what you're saying? I think there are there are, there is okay. So let me put it okay. Let me put that into a different way. <laughs> uh, a woman. Let's let's talk about a woman who's not able to to get pregnant, right? Somebody, a, a couple who's been trying to get pregnant, mm -hmm. and she's just not able to carry it baby to or she's just not able to get pregnant she goes to a doctor who who will take an egg and implant it in her right the doctor will help this woman through in vitro for her to get pregnant right and give birth to a baby mm -hmm. right now this doctor was the reason this baby is born, mm -hmm. right? This doctor is the creator of this baby. Mm -hmm. Well, now, do you consider the doctor the god of this baby? No. Why? It was the creator. He created the, he's the, he's the person who caused this human being to be born. He if is, but... Wasn't, he is, but you had to have tools for that to happen. It wasn't just like he did it. Like, there had to be a process behind it. Okay. And he had to have tools at his disposal to, to have that process become a reality. So it wasn't just so like... So is it possible that somebody took a monkey and manipulated it and, and we were humans? You have a guy who... With who what technology? Baby. With what technology? What do you mean? What, what if there was, so you think, are we the only beings on this planet, on this, in the universe? 
That's an that's another question. I, I believe that there may be other forms of life, hundred percent. Yeah. So could we have been in the thousands in the previously another advanced civilization or planetary being or some from mm. another planet came and, here and we were they manipulated us to become humans? Like we're like some sort of like a genetically modified organism on this on Earth. Because mm -hmm. if you if you look at us as humans, we don't really fit on Earth. Mm. Like we don't do any like we're 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 just pillaging it and destroying it, mm -hmm. right? We're just like killing everything that's that's on the planet. We just don't seem to be fitting, right? To be fit for this planet if. If the if human if humankind was wiped out from the earth tomorrow, right? Earth would would really just flourish. Yeah, hey, for sure. <laughs> it would. Right? It would. It won't. Nope. It won't. It won't no go to shit. It won't be destroyed. It won't be, be destroyed. Will be gone. But Earth would flourish if it we were gone tomorrow. The best thing that could happen to Earth is if we all just vanish tomorrow mm -hmm. and and that's and that that will fall in line with science even uh right not that they're trying to like depopulate <laughs> what's that that they're trying to depopulate us is that what you're talking about no no it's not even about that i'm just saying like scientifically that would make sense that the that the earth would grow more and yeah i mean look at everything that we're doing we're just Destroying just the earth, extracting and just mm -hmm. destroying without regards to any other life mm -hmm. on this planet yeah. birds and animals and fish and like nothing. We don't, we don't give two shits. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that because we're maybe we're not, we're, we're, we're like, think of it as we're like a virus on this on the on this planet like somebody brought a virus to earth damn and we're just that <laughs> virus all right yeah it's you can think of it that way you know more see you know more about that um or not that you know more but you you've investigated that more than i have but um i'm not gonna sit here and say that i don't um i believe that there's a possibility 100 percent. yeah I mean, why would that negate that possibility i'd be silly <laughs> to do that Right. So what? So maybe what we with the religions that mm -hmm. talk about God, they say this being and this and that. I think it like kind of misunderstood. And so this is this is my view of God. Okay, I see God as the operating system, mm -hmm. right? And as like somebody else who created an app inside Windows, like God would be Windows. Mm -hmm. Right, the operating system, and then you have these things that are inside the operating system that create the the apps inside the system. And like we're kind of in a way we're one of those apps. Gotcha. Right? I see so what the, you said. So the doc, so this the the idea of that doctor creating a baby, right? Mm -hmm. The the doctor is creating the baby because the system, the operating system, allows that doctor to to create to bring to bring into being mm -hmm. that baby does that make any 
No, no, no. It makes it makes so a lot of sense. God, what we're talking about, God, in terms of the, the there is like essentially, I guess, in, for us would be there is two gods. There is the the God of the universe, the the operating system, the the thing that just penetrates everything in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. And the God that created us. Mm, I got you. Or the person, or the thing, or the being, or the whatever we want to call it right mm-hmm. that created us mm-hmm. and well i mean to me this sounds to go to your point this sounds scientifically consistent too there's no conflict with science think about think about the way the the system is set up the solar system i mean you have different layers you have the atmosphere the troposphere you have the thermosphere you have everything has its place within that dome i guess you can say if, if that's what it's called yeah. a dome I mean, so you're saying that there's a dome for us and then there's a dome for the universe as a whole right we're, we're just i think everything is in scale right mm-hmm. and it just depends on how you you view it so we our bodies are made up of billions of atoms and mm-hmm. cells, right what if we're just one cell or one atom mm-hmm. in the body of the universe? Because there is thousands, not thousands, trillions, trillions, billions and billions of stars and galaxies. Yeah, stars and galaxies in the universe and planets. Right? Oh, yeah. And no we're doubt. just like one tiny, we're like one tiny, tiny. Not even a speck. On the, on a, on a universal scale mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so and we create so much damage which is so scary i mean the the power that these people have that we have that, that contributes to this um harmful um environment for all of us i mean like right. you so, said i mean yeah, we could all yeah. be gone tomorrow and it's funny that you put it that way i never thought about it that way if we were all gone tomorrow, how everything would just grow and just do its everything own thing. Flourish, everything would do its own thing. Because it's on its, it's connected. Because it's, it's already that it's running on itself. It's running on itself. It was here and before it, us. And, and, it, and it runs on a, on a feedback loop. Mm-hmm. But what we feed into it, it comes right, right mm-hmm. back. Because that's how the system... And, the only way that the universe can can run in the way it runs the the the, the, the it's, it has to be on a feedback it can't be random it's the it information you put into it it's going to come back and it's constantly learning from itself so knowing that you could be like not you but we are a cancer sort of like a virus or a cancer on earth then we, we can sort of orient our mind into our purpose and what we can do mm-hmm. to sort of what's what what's our responsibility on earth do we want to be uh, sort of like we want to be the cancer that's healing itself mm-hmm. right a hundred percent we want to be we want to be we we're the cancer cell that needs to be fixed to become mm-hmm. a normal sort of Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I, I, just, I, I don't know how to, like, this is the best way I can sort of like 
talk about it. Is that no, I think it's going to relate once to we realize when, once you realize that, hey, when you're like, we're sort of the virus. If you look at it from that perspective, then maybe we can start to take responsibility for our actions and the things that we do mm -hmm. that while we're on earth, whether it's caring for others, how we contribute, how we consume, how we how we utilize our resources, how we do everything. Mm -hmm. And and if if we are to have our species, because we are a, sort of a species to survive, we need to be in uh, in in harmony mm -hmm. with nature. And I think we have the capabilities, and we are. It seems like we're going in that direction. And that the system that we have right now that we're, we've all been a part of, right? Mm -hmm. It's only helping to perpetuate the cancer and the virus. Mm -hmm. Not to heal. Because like said, your, your body is also is full of viruses and bugs and germs. Mm -hmm. and your body works in harmony with the germs. We 100%. want to be the germ that works in harmony with, with nature and with the earth. Mm -hmm. and not the one that, that's going to cause the cancer uh-huh and and like i said people can draw between the lines whatever they want but a lot of this stuff you're saying no it, it should make sense to a lot of people like it definitely it definitely makes sense to me like 100 percent, it does and um the way you describe that system you know breaking it down like your version of god versus I mean, the God that they teach you, you know, Sunday and stuff is just, it's not even the same thing. It seems based on what you're saying, but, yeah. um, but even within that, I just think that people are very, I think people are becoming more spiritual over time. I think they are. I, th I think people are trying to search for more and more things because even just like with anything else, you, I don't think, it, I think it's impossible to be hardcore anything. You can't, you know, to me, there's no such thing as a hardcore atheist, a hardcore. I mean, it's just like, what? Well, how can you discredit everything? You know, that's that doesn't make any sense at all to discredit everything. I mean, that to me, that's like that doesn't like you become completely disconnected from this order we're talking about, I guess, right now. I think. So I, I think we're like kind of for maybe some or some of the people watching or will be watching. We're going off the deep end, but do you think so? We're talking. About. I don't. I don't know. It, it's kind of not. It's philosophical, easy. man. I know, but it's some. It's not easy to. I, like I said, you need to have a certain orientation, and there is a lot of stuff out there that the will. I don't know. To me, everything is connected. Okay, everything. Mm -hmm. And what you and your, you know, we say what goes around comes around, right? And and even with a lot of these things that we we've been taught and we said, I think if you take it into its deeper level mm -hmm. and you look at these like ancient stories and like all this, it it it. It makes a lot of sense, but you have to sort of like peel that layer. So this idea of what goes around mm -hmm. comes around, right? Mm -hmm. 
it's no different than us saying the, the universe works on a feedback loop. Right. What you feed into it, right? It's gonna it's gonna feed back into itself. Uh-huh. Right. And you can take this, for example, it's a good time to get into like we're talking about AI, right? <laughs> AI is what is AI? We're talking artificial intelligence. It's artificial. How does AI learn? It learns from us, it observes us. And it learns from us and it, it, feed, it keeps feeding back to us what it learns, mm -hmm. right? We were training the AI. We're like very early in those stages of AI where the AI is, is, is learning. So if we go into the age of AI in a way with the mentality, with the way the world is, right now where it's divided it's constantly uh you know butting head with each other there is wars and hate and fighting and and sadness and just it's a, it's a reflection of our consciousness mm -hmm. right we're literally downloading our consciousness into the yeah we're feeding it all this information so we're dumbing ourselves it, down and we're not dumbing ourselves. It's, it's just like a baby. Like it's like you're training a baby in a way, mm -hmm. right? Like what is a baby's consciousness when it's born into a war torn Ethiopia or in Sudan in a, in a middle of a war when it, it's, it's born into that when it's like, it's like one, two, three years old, all, all its experience is just war and savagery and a gun at 11 years old to go kill people. All these stories, these like child soldiers, right? Mm -hmm. What is that kid going to be like when it's older? What it's going to be, what it's view of the world when, it, when he's older, right? You mm -hmm. can apply the same thing to AI. Mm, okay but ai is is learning from us the, the only difference and unfortunately for us ai is able to process information like a billion times faster than we do mm -hmm. and from huge enormous pool of like data and it has the ability to to correlate data or to find patterns in this data so if we're just feeding the AI with our conscious, like with the things that we, we're, we're doing, whether it's like posting on social media, what we consume, what we talk about, our whole society in general is, is feeding information. You have your, your phone that's constantly with you, right? I wonder how many like weird ads we're going to get after this conversation and <laughs> from all these things we've talked about like yes i i give you one example i was uh on, <laughs> on sunday i was uh telling my daughter to come help me wash dishes right mm -hmm. because my wife was out with my other daughter and i was telling my daughter let's let's wash some dishes yesterday i started keep i kept getting ads for dishwashing soap mm-hmm and a dishwasher, like, what are the odds that I'm, you know, I have my phone in my pocket and I'm talking to my daughter about, hey, come help me wash dishes, right? And mm -hmm. the day later, I get 
three different ads for three different dish mm. soap. Oh yeah. And I never get I never get those ads. Of course you yeah. Right. And so 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 do you think that a consciousness can be formed from all the information that we give to the art, artificial intelligence? I think we're feeding not not a human consciousness, but if, if if you want AI to be able to help us, right? Mm -hmm. We have to teach it with a high consciousness. Like we have to feed it things that we want it to loop back to us, to feed what? back to us. And and that's been that's happening now. I mean, obviously, when you do, so, if you give something enough feedback. Is going to know your buying habits. It's going to know your emotions. Right. All this. So stuff. that's what I said. We're using AI. We have a choice how we're going to use AI. We could either use it to help us grow, which we're, we're going to be merging our consciousness with AI. I don't think the AI will ever be conscious on its own. Mm -hmm. It's just a set of rules that we designed that that it's like learning. Yeah, yeah, like right, and it correlate like large amount of data, mm -hmm. right? And it helps spit back information back to us whenever we need it. Like Alexa, what's the blah 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 blah? Theory, right? anybody? Yeah, and they're collecting this information. So if you were, if you know, to to understand more of what I'm talking about, I want you to anybody who's listening, go look up this guy. His name is Ben Gortzel. Ben. Not Ben said to get for him. <laughs> uh, Ben Gortzel, G O E R T Z E L. Okay. And this guy's been is like the father of artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. He's been working on artificial intelligence since the eighties, since the late seventies. Mm. And he had, he's got this. Uh, he's got there's a bunch of interviews with him on YouTube. Yeah, I see him on here, Lex Friedman. Like, Re yeah, on Lex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen to him on Lex Friedman, on mm -hmm. Rogan, on uh, London Real. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a he's got a bunch, and he talks about our relationship with AI. So AI, we can we can work. AI is going to be out no matter what. I mean, there's there's no stopping it. Mm -hmm. And we have to understand our role in the way we interact or interface or work with this AI. Mm -hmm. And it can go either two ways. It can either go where we just become totally trapped by AI because of our behavior and the way we treat each other, because the way we treat each other, and that's how the AI learns, the AI is going to treat us the, the same, same way, feedback, right? Mm. So uh, if you could say at one point, I'm not saying this necessarily could be true, if uh, we're just constantly fighting and we're trying to eliminate each other, that the AI becomes highly not conscious, but learns enough to perceive us as a threat and decides to just eliminate us. Correct. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yes. Or yeah, just no. take cancel mm -hmm. culture to the AI land. Yeah, no. Right? Yeah. What if true. AI just decides to just cancel us? Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> you know? It's, it's, um, it's crazy. It's, it's really not a laughing matter. I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, um, there's um there's a that's power in knowledge and there's power in information. Right. And so, that's and that information has been taken away from us because it is disconnecting us, you know. That's what right. we were saying earlier, being able to free flow information, no one should be against that because you're cutting off any communication you also, have with someone else. But also information that helps to benefit society. We got mm -hmm. you have to move beyond just competition and taking everything for ourselves and work towards a society or a place where we're working together mm -hmm. in cooperation and not competition and we'll be able to you know help create a better world for our children like it's it's sort of past us that so we're already in this halfway through our lives but our children there are and that's something that I, I don't think we think enough mm -hmm. about is that like I want to care we need to care more about our children and our children's children and not just what we want now for ourselves mm -hmm. if we were but if, if we want to survive as a species we we are coming to a point in time whether with our advanced knowledge or or whatever, it's this time where us as a human species have a choice to make. Mm -hmm. uh, we're coming out of a fork in the road. Mm -hmm. And which direction we go is going to determine whether our civilization and species is going to just go the wrong way and die or go into a new era to be able to expand to live in harmony and and you know probably live beyond earth good afternoon beautiful people i'm keeping all my content free of charge so there's complete transparency so everyone can get the benefit of all the information this is a completely independent podcast, but any monetary support is greatly appreciated. Click the support this podcast link at the end of the episode description for more details. Now back to the show. We have all these things that are happening around us. In a way, it's a good thing. It's sort of a wake-up call. Mm-hmm to be able to realize that we, things are changing. And it's, it's probably happened before. I don't think it's the only time this has happened. And we're just experiencing it in a different time and place. In a way people say, oh, it's, you know, it's, things are gonna be hard. Yeah, but, but for me, it's like, what an amazing time to be alive, to be able to experience all this because I don't think I wanted to be living in the 1700s mm -hmm. where things were like sort of just slow and not much is happening and you're just living this, you know, I'm not saying bad life. Static. What a time, what, what, what other time in history has there been so many changes 
in such short amount of time. Like mm-hmm. when we were born, there was no cell phones, no te- no computer, no internet, not none of that. Right? Mm-hmm. We've experienced that. Mm-hmm. Right? Minus like the let's say the time before we were like the invention of like the wheel or something. Since we were born, there's so many cha- like changes we've experienced in our lifetime, not even in our parents' life, in our lifetime. We're a very distinct generation. We're very distinct. That we have, that I don't think it has been not many other times in in the history of time or humankind that that, that this this is happening. I totally agree. Right? So I take sort of like saying, what an amazing time to be alive, to be able to have been born and lived in a time to experience, to see and experience all these changes of the old and the new and like the, 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 the formation of something new. I mean, I don't, it's, it's hard to explain, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. I do. I totally do. And so for anybody who's listening, who's still with us or going to be listening to this and that, they will. I'm going to. I'm going to break it into three parts, so they're going to be listening. <laughs> okay. But that I think we should all take this as a as a positive and a positive thing. Mm-hmm. That it is. It's a great time to be alive, and to be able to contribute, and to 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 leave your own mark in this new time that we are going into. Because not many other people in history would have been able to be in a place and a time where we are to be able to do that. Man, you, when you get to talking about that part about how this is a distinct time, you, you were thinking like I was. And then you started talking about the technology that we didn't have, that they do have now. I was thinking the exact same thing you were. I can only think about one thing, and that's the just the Gen X moment is a really distinct thing. You know, it's just um, you know, we're both forty years old. I think you know, I'm 40 yeah, I mean, years. forty in uh, two weeks or so, in a week. So we're in a very um, narrow, in a way, we're in a very narrow group of people, but but such an influential angle as well because. A lot of the people, even 10 years younger than us, they don't have any sort of ideas like this. Like they don't, I don't feel like they contemplate the same way that we do as far as these concerns. I'm not saying that they don't contemplate, but it's just t- to the degree that we do, due to the to the lack of technology that we had, and also to the geopolitical atmosphere and everything else that we experienced growing up, is just it's hard to teach that, you know. But there's a lot going on now, you know, that I think even the post millennials will be able to, if they want to, they can take advantage of and and have that knowledge base to pass down to the future generations. I definitely think that they have the opportunity. We have uh, we have a special place in history, so I think we need to take it. We have a big responsibility that I think we all need to be aware of and how we. I tell you what, Ben, I didn't know how much time you have left. I was going to cut it relatively short because like I got to go places. I know you got stuff to do. 
we didn't even talk about Julian Assange, man. I wanted to at least get him thrown in here a little bit. Um, do you have like 10 more minutes and then we can kind of close it out? Uh, yeah. What do you, I mean, what do you want? What about Julian Assange? I just, I guess I want to, I guess I want to bring up like, how does he fit into this whole thing, into this um, information age um, for a lot of my listeners and, and audience that, that frankly don't know, even know who he is because I've, I've talked to people, had private conversations and people look at me with 10 heads when I bring up Julian Assange and they're like, who is Julian Assange? Like they don't even know who he is. Right. And so where does he fit into this um, um, aspiration to, to find information and to give it out to the people, disseminate it to people for the greater good, you know, that obviously he's going through a lot right now. Well, I mean, the fact that he's being, they're trying to put him away for, for eternity because he published information that sort of exposed what, you know, not only our government, but other, other governments are doing should say a lot about where we are as societies and we're not tearing down every wall, mm -hmm. you know, trying to do one, get him free, but also hold people accountable for all these things that we've done. So it may come to that. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, thinking of, let, let, let's put it, let me put it another, I, again, I think a lot of information and technology that we have, right it all comes down to how we use it mm -hmm. and how it almost feels like an uphill battle for julian in my opinion um because the fact that he doesn't have this the international support like he should have it just shows how um we've been subdued enough to where even the people who were on team assange at one point They've almost <laughs> lost interest in it because yeah, yeah, onto yeah. on another, you know, storyline is just um, and people really feel like they're becoming more educated by reading these papers. They think that these are the papers, and I'm telling people if you subscribe to these things, I'm not telling you, I want, I'm not telling you to get get rid of your subscription to Wall Street Journal or any of these public USA Today anything. I'm simply saying you're simply reading another channel of information right. that may not be the complete picture to what Benny and I have been talking about the whole time. It's just simply another avenue, but don't discredit any other avenues. And yeah. I've always been a, a proponent of reading everything, everything. And so, and even the people in the queue rabbit holes, even those people right. are searching for answers. Like I, I think some of them, I think the vast majority of the Q people are genuine, but I think that there are some people who are just, they always want to find a way to entertain other people and, and not necessarily keep the flow going. They're actually stopping the flow. They'll, that's almost their way of stopping the flow of information. So you do have those people who are trying to limit what we can know um, that's out there, but just like I have a problem with the scopes, these types of organizations, the PolitiFact, all these fuckers, the one publication that has a hundred percent track record, I think is what they say. That's WikiLeaks biggest claim right. to fame is that they haven't been disproved. They won every court case. Yeah. So why would, why would the legitimate media try to 
clamp her down and destroy the only the only legitimate media that we've had because the media is controlled by the deep state okay so you said so so anything that we follow basically is there anything that we follow that isn't deep state control is the question because we know corporate this news conversation that we're having i think these conversations that people have i mean right now this is like streaming live and it's small but the more the more conversations you have in person and you exchange your views because i feel like a lot of people think the same way mm-hmm. we're just afraid to talk about it we all feel it we all mm-hmm. feel it we know it but we're we're afraid to verbalize it because mm-hmm. you don't know if the other person you know, you don't know what where they stand, right? Exactly. That person might be feeling the same way as you are, but they think you're the other one. So you mm-hmm. guys are just having this like conversation, mm-hmm. right? And you're both going back and forth, but in reality, you both feel the same way, but talking to each other about the exact opposite, mm-hmm. right? So what I've learned, you just say what it is. And for the most part, when I have, a lot of people was like, oh, wow, I didn't know there was another person who, who thought this way, mm-hmm. right? But because when they come, everybody, when they, everybody's always like testing you when they're, when they're like talking, right? Yeah, man, you, it's a fucking interrogation. To see yeah. where you are. Mm-hmm. So I just come right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And 95% of the time, I find that we're on, on the same place where everybody's like, yeah, man, it's like it's fucking crazy. I don't know. I, I I haven't seen that many people that that feel this way. I'm afraid to talk about it. And, this mm-hmm. and, that. and that's it's just that fear mm-hmm. that we're not that, that we're we're afraid to say what's on our mind or how we feel because we don't want to be outside. We don't want to be labeled. And is that right? and is has that been has that been the effectiveness of the deep state media to where we've been politicized so bad to the they, point where their their i their their purpose is just create a false reality mm-hmm. and fear that people buy into mm-hmm. that you know that you think there is this thing like racism right or mm-hmm. like you know, every black person all of a sudden is fearful for their life. For mm-hmm. example, that's you know how America just turned racist overnight. Right, right. You know, <laughs> like, that it's not safe for people to walk down the street, or that the somehow the American flag is triggering because mm-hmm. somebody has an American flag on their on their house. Mm-hmm. Is to create that fear and and. It's the fear, it sort of paralyzes people mm-hmm. to not, you know, talk about their true feelings. And everybody starts sort of, it's very, uh, it's like everyone's wearing a mask when they leave Everyone's wearing a mask, 100%. Right? And you're just talking through this mask, right? And you're just having this alternate reality conversation that you, you're sort of have to live in because this is what's been constructed to you by the media mm-hmm. right and you're just like gonna take it off when you get home and <laughs> you're just like gonna do your thing when you're at home <laughs> you know and the people that you you're like close to 
Mm-hmm. In your job, you don't really talk about it. You don't talk about it outside with random people. You're very cautious, cautious about what you talk about. Mm-hmm. But the only way to break through is to just talk about it. I totally agree. I 100% agree on that. Yeah, I like that. Ben, I tell you what, it's four o'clock so how my many, time. How many hours do we go? Over three, man. Almost three Over and a half. Three, oh, we still got another couple to go, but <laughs> not right now. Not right I now. I know, not right now, not this time. But Ben, man, this is the first time doing an interview. And I got to tell you, it seems like you've been a seasoned veteran, man, given these no, types no, of interviews. I don't, know, I don't know anything. I don't claim to know. But I just talk about what what I've learned and I think a couple of realizations one you realize that you're a lot of reality is not what's inside the tv it's not the news uh that you listen to the reality is like your everyday experience with the people that you're around knowing our I don't know I guess we're all looking for a purpose it's not about all these like political stuff life is about it's about relationships and what there is there is this thing in in judaism that says do unto others as you want done to yourself mm-hmm. right and it goes back to you know you treat people how you want to be treated and life is much simpler than that and even the people that you disagree with right now especially politically that are on like the left or right that you have to treat them with respect with love and with kindness and in return, you can start to break down those walls and come mm-hmm. to a common ground where, you know, you get like me and my, for example, my brother-in-law, he's like way out of the other end. Really? Yeah, he's way out of the other end. But, as far as like you can't talk to him about anything? No, no, no. It's just ideas that he has. Like ideologically, he's okay. uh, is way on the other side. But we're having the best time. We're like, we like. At this point, it's like sort of we just like rag on each other about <laughs> all these political views, right. right? But we have we have we have a lot in common. We're we're basically the same thing on like opposite fucking poles, mm-hmm. right? And at the beginning, like when this whole thing started, it was it became a little weird. I got you, uh, but you know, we, there were so many other things that we had. In common. One. First, it was like the respect of the two. We were just all the time we're hanging out, we're having fun, and we started making jokes. And then kind of we both realized and this is like he's not who he's, you know, the he's build more up. than yeah, the buildup of what he thinks of what is happening. He's mm-hmm. not that. It's mm-hmm. just he still has all these things and wants he's a good person who wants the good things. You know, he, he believes like some of this stuff because he believes this is the right thing. But I think in order, and, and at this point, it, those things have just become sort of like a background noise mm-hmm. between us. And it's not, it's like sort of irrelevant. Gotcha. Yeah. You know yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing, man. To, um, that's amazing to be able to have a healthy, um, existence and dialogue yeah. and, and coexistence with people like I, I'm definitely a big promoter for that. Um, you know, just like keep it flowing. Um, don't show them people. Treat the- others the way you want to be treated. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that one thing is going to help resolve a lot of 
these tensions that we have with each other. Ben, how can people reach out to you? Do you have like any active social media in case a viewer wanted to like send a question to you or DM? Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Ben, ben said it. Just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> you get your shit on the screen, man. Like this motherfucker got Ben and then just like half of his last name. No, like, it's on there. No, you ain't got all your last name on there. <laughs> yeah, I do. Do you? You've changed I it do. over the years. At one point, it was like Ben said or something no, on ben there. Ben Yeah. Yeah. Ben said again. Okay. You got it yeah. on there. I felt like at points you've changed it up a little bit. I mean, I had to because my students were damn near harassing me. So I had to go oh, really? from, oh, yeah, man. I couldn't put my real name on there. Hell no. I had to do, that's why I did Kiko Kiko and just stuck. And it's oh. hard to, I can't even find myself that easily on Facebook. <clears throat> Doing Kiko Kiko, I'm like, that's the way I want it. And, you know, I'm on the job market too. So, you know, right. in case some fucker wants to know my real views of me, well, I got a podcast now. So they're going to know right. my views anyway. But, um, you know, now I don't have anywhere to hide. But, Ben, I had a pleasure talking to you. I've had here, man. a pleasure talking to you over the years, man, just about different stuff. And I know we got a lot of classmates and, you know, people we went to school with that are going to listen to this. And so a lot of people I, mean, I already... hope they do. I hope they listen to it and kind of brings us uh, sort of reconnect us in a hey, way. That's going to be our class reunion because I didn't go to that shit. <laughs> I haven't been to any of ours. No, I, know, man. I would have loved to go, but. Why didn't you hook up with Chris and Naya, man? You guys are both in the I same know, town. Just not, he's uh, about like. 45 minutes to an hour away but yeah i would love to yeah he I, um he mentioned you not too long ago or whatever like he yeah he obviously yeah, yeah. you i know you we used to all kind of hang out a little bit and yeah i need to reach out to him actually yeah He's man an architect and i need to talk to an architect actually okay hey we might be getting but, a business deal done live on kiko's freaking thinkers forum but ben um it was a pleasure having you thank and, you for um, having me no doubt, man. Shout out to you and shout out to your family. And we're going to keep you. it moving on to the next yeah. episode. We have Margaret Kimberly next week. And um, I know a lot of people follow Margaret Kimberly, Black Agenda Report. Um, she's got a pretty big following. So get your questions into Kiko, freethinker at gmail.com. But um, we'll see you later, people. Have a good one.